high peaks of the Rocky Mountains, Denver's Adult Industry Podcast. So hold up your dollars and knock back a beer. Next up on Stage One. Sure, we'll dip into that because mm-hmm. that's that's just nature of the beast, man. All right, so welcome. No, I'm doing this. Oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. Jeez, hey, right. you got yours. You're doing, you. I'm, you're doing I'm Mr. your sidekick. Yes, okay. you're doing Mr. J. That's what I'm calling you by. Okay, yep, not the toy collector guy. <laughs> no, I'm a different okay. dude now. I know, yeah, right. right on. Uh, what was your what was your stage name? Um, smooth, smooth, yeah. okay. God, that was a long time ago. Freaking old, man. All right. So, what is the name of this podcast? Okay. I want to welcome everybody to Next on Stage One. I'm your hostess, Pixie. And I. With the mostest. With my co host, Mr. J. Mr. J. Hey, hey, hey. I love this. I love this name. The name is absolutely fantastic. I love Next on Stage One because it brings you back to being in the club. Yeah, yeah. Back when it was entertainment, anyway. You know, that's, I think, what should be the focus of all this, man. You know, Um, it wasn't just, you know, um, it was more of a culture, it was a community. It wasn't just about being naked and, you know, as sexual as it is as it is now. Oh, you know, uh, this is one of the oldest professions in the world. And you know what? We're seeing it go by the wayside. I am. I blame computers. That's just me. I blame the the advent of the internet as soon as it became mainstream and anybody could do it. And if you water down anything, it just gets... You know, but at the same time, you've, you've found some pretty interesting stuff out there. I've seen some entertainers that you never thought would be entertainers that... Actually, pretty good at their craft. Absolutely. I mean, how many years have you been in this oh, industry? God, jeez. You know, I remember starting out in this. You know, being around the industry because my first roommate was um, was a was a female dancer, Ooh. and um, she worked at a a club very very that we that we both know. Yes. Um. So. Back in those days, and I'm not talking about Richie Cunningham days. Some of you probably might not even get that reference. Um, but Denver was a much, much smaller smaller place, so um, it was more of a community. So you were able to be snuck in the back door of certain <laughs> bars or whatnot. And being in that environment, you just naturally kind of grow into it. So um, I, in some shape or form, I was in the industry from the age of legally, anyway, let's just say, legally, um, legally you know, 18, 18 to about 36. So I would say I was in the industry for almost about 18 years in some form or some form. I yeah. started back when I was 18, had a brand new baby, no significant mate, no outcome, no real guy to steer my ship you know i i was like you know what i think i could do it and when i started all of the strippers they were tall beautiful blonde they looked like they stepped right out of like a bon jovi or rat you know 
80s type uh Rock video. Totally. And, and now, what kind of bar did you start in, though? Did you, I started a... in a club in mm-hmm. Denver that was one stage. Okay. Full noon. Oh, okay. I had never done it before. I yeah. had the shaky knees. Wow. I was, like, so young, so you know, innocent. You've never done that. Never? Mm-mm. Wow. Uh, private party, yes. Stage? Yeah, yeah private party is totally different mm. than stage. Right. Totally different. The money is different too. Back then, I was, I was young, dumb, and I made so much money, and I didn't invest it. Yeah. None. Yeah. None. The money was ridiculous yeah. back then. Yeah, it was boring back then. It really was. People were a lot, lot more free with their money, especially, Generous. especially in that industry, dude. Yeah. You know. Um, and that's what I mean about, you know, everything kind of rolled together, at least in Denver anyway, you know, all of our entertainment kind of fed each other. Um, you know, a lot of the guys, at least back then anyway, um, they were at the TNA bars to watch the game, you yep. know, um, and if the, and if our local sports team was doing well, the girls were doing well, oh, you yeah. know, um, and as I said, I've been on the fringe outskirts of it, but. Um, you know, I didn't get my start until my female dancer lady friend, um, suggested a, um, a club that just opened, you know, within the neighborhood. Um, it was, uh, it was the first, it was the first male, um, strip club. Actually, let me scratch that. There was another one, but way across town. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, no, no, (laughs) no, it was actually in Denver. Oh, Yeah, it was actually in Denver. Um, you'd be, you'd be surprised at its location too, um, and what it is now. Well, mine uh, changed hands. It's no longer called what it was. Mm. It, is it still in the same? It's still the same, the same bu- building. Okay. Um, it bought out the bar next to it right. and became a bigger club. Oh, I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that changed the industry too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, things were just a little bit different back then. So, you know, um, because I was in the industry um, and several of my roommates were, you know, in these in these clubs, um, I got my start in a particular club and it was a short-lived club and, you know, didn't do, I'm not even saying, well, I don't know, you know, it just didn't pan out, you know. Right. Um, so, as any other male dancer, you know, our... our our avenues were not open, you know, to being everywhere. It's not the same. No, yeah. no. And you're not making money like nope. the, the women are. Nope, so you go out and get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> or a part-time job. <laughs> it sucks, man. So, um, but I was still within that circle, you know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Because, you know, once once you kind of get your foot in the door within that kind of industry or whatnot, um, you know, especially in a smaller community as Denver was, right. you know, um, once you get your butt in the door and then and on the owners get to know you and the doormen get to know you right. and bartenders get to know you. Um, and you walk into a particular club and you know nobody, but um, your DJ goes, hey, I know you. dude's in the house. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Um, that, 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 it, it, it was, it was a different time. It was a different, different atmosphere, you know, when, you know, when you ask what young guys were doing back in the 90s on Friday or Saturday night, Saturday, Friday or Saturday night, if they weren't doing shit, and they were all together. At the club. They were at the same bar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Friday it, night, but, you want to be out. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a gentleman's club type of thing. You know what I mean? And I'm not even sure if we denigrated women too much with that, because here, here's what it felt like anyway, you know, because we are such a small community, 
Um, the girls were extremely friendly with us as in friends, you know, the guys that possibly may have, you might have went to school with, you know what I mean? Yeah, if now, you're crashing at somebody's house, you're crashing at another dancer's house. Right, right. But, you know, they also made their money off of what you, what you expected were your short bets. The guys that look like they have money or your older gentlemen that were Ooh, your my favorite. I, I have a type that when I look at in a club, I know exactly who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. And it's not the Young Bucks because the Young Bucks. I have any money. They don't have any money. And we're dealing with right now, um, culture change oh yeah man oh yeah i've been in this industry 22 years now yeah i'm still in this industry yeah i may not be a dancer but no but you know i never retire from here on (laughs) you're not going to retire from here on out you know um you're going to have to be doing what you're doing right now um you're, Waitressing. You're, um, no, no. What you're doing right now, oh, talking podcast. to people about, um, you know, about the industry, what it was, um, you know, the entertainment that it puts. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to elevate it in any way, you know, um, because once again, when you really get down to it, we're just really, we're taking off our gloves for money. Yep, it's when you still really, really get down it's to still it. a job. Right. You still show up. You still get paid. Right. You're not there to mess around. You're there to actually make money. You don't go to the cable guy's house and you don't, you know, ask him a million questions while he's setting up the cable. Right. He's there to to do his job and get done. Right. A lot of these people are they go into the club looking for love. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Um, you know, and they don't understand that, you know, you being there and being the friendly the friendly person <laughs> within the club, you know. Um the Visual distraction. I don't know how to really phrase it for you. What I'm trying to say is that, um, you know, they're, they're looking for the friendliness, you know, right. and the thing is you do make some, and, and I will never say that's a good idea to have like a friend that you met in the club, but at the same time, I've met some very interesting people in the I've club in my years. Awesome people in the club. You know, and then I've met some not so awesome you know. people in the club. Yeah. <laughs> but see, things are going to change now, and the dynamic's been changing for quite some time. You oh, know? Yeah. I'm actually really surprised that because I haven't been in one of those clubs, a Dunwood club, in quite some time. You know, I was um, here in Denver anyway. I kind of stopped going when a certain when it's when, when it became a, a conglomerate instead of um, separate entities out there. You right. know, um, different clubs with different styles all their own. Um, I feel as though when you got one. Major corporation right. with a monopoly, right, right? And it's buying out these smaller clubs. Well, yeah, it's just, hard. Everything's the same. My home club. It's a fun, friendly little club that if you don't play well with others, you don't belong. Right. We don't run anybody out, but it, you know, everybody seems to get well. Well, that's the way we know. used to kind of do it back then too. If you if you didn't really fit at a club or what now you were kind of run out you know um you know because i would say most dancers or most entertainers or they're just people dude you know they go to work just like anyone else there are times you feel like being there um (laughs) you know and with any job you're going to have the good and the bad you know what i mean um you have the guy that doesn't want to work as hard as everybody else you know you got me Um, running away from my bosses because i want to play on my video games yeah yeah i know you're listening 
boss. <laughs> you know, so uh, just it's hard. What, you know, that was what it was then, and then you had the advent of the internet where you have more e entertainment than anything else, and. Um, I felt I felt as though um, the gentleman's club was kind of going the way of the burlesque dancer. You know right. what I mean? Um, and I haven't been there in quite some time, so I don't know how busy the traffic is. Well, it used to be a, a huge. At, when that wave hit, it went straight over to private parties. Mm. And then private parties were making way more money than being up on stage. Right. So for an hour's worth of dancing for a group of people doing a bachelorette party... That we've done before, right. we made good money yeah. compared yeah. to being yeah, up on, yeah, for right. for seven hours. Right, you know that's an hour's worth of time. You could equal up to being at a club the whole time. Right, and so when everything switched over to private parties, you know it just the field changed. Right, the way people made money, and then and then you had Backpage. Yep. Well, it all began really with Craigslist, to tell you the truth. Oh, do you remember um, the oyster? Yeah, the Rocky Mountain Oyster. Now, that's a, wow, that's a name from the past, man. Yep. All right, so back so many years ago. Years. <laughs> you know, um, back when newspapers were a thing. Do you guys um, remember that? Newspapers. Right? Um, they had these little magazines or circulars that you would find in only places where men went. So, like the Titty Club, um, like right. like the adult bookstore. Right. You could find these magazines and you'd circle through them and they'd have a really pretty girl with an advertisement with a phone number. Right. And, you know, it was kind of like, um, I would probably say the only thing that's real similar to it is magazines that, or the magazines you'd find um, in the bins over in um, Las Vegas. Um, and they would have really small articles or, you know, it was a sex-based... Right. Magazine and right. personals in it and advertisements for the private party services on there. The only thing we have right now is the Westward, and that's a shell of what the Oyster. Oh, Westward's all about weed, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the industry. Everything changed. Everything shifted. You can't smoke in the bar. You can't. There's a lot of things like the money has completely changed. Yeah. And I think the people have changed too. Yeah. And now, with the way the world has kind of changed, now you're going to see um, another type of shift. I'm not even sure at this point, based on what I know of the business and what the bars and clubs look like and what they represented represented when it comes to kind of a social club where everybody kind of knows everybody and how we even used to... Run into each other at like Village Inn. Yeah. Everybody went to Village Inn. Everybody went to Village Inn. said Village Inn, sorry. A local restaurant. Um, <laughs> we, would, we would all meet down at a local restaurant. Customers would be down there. Bouncers would be down there. Girls would be down there. Uh, everybody just, you know, that, and, you know, and that was the thing, you know. Um, and not just that restaurant either. It was a bunch of, you know, there were a bunch of restaurants around town oh, that yeah, had that dim There was a whole life. bunch of diners downtown that are no longer open. Right. And this is before all this madness came across. Now, this madness, what it, this is going to do to it is now, if we get a reopen, are we? Are they going to do six foot? Are they going to do six oh, foot yeah. from the uh, from the oh, entertainer? Yeah. Oh yeah. And how is she going to make money? Well, I don't know. I mean, do we? I've seen a, the big trend right now. Everybody's going to fans only pages. Right. I'm not 
in the shape I once was. I'm not doing a fans only page. I'm married. I've got kids. I, I, I don't have the time to sit there and edit photos. Good for you girls that can do it. That's, that's dedication. That's me back with my web page back in 2005. That's me being, being, you know, dedicated to the right. craft, you know, just to make a little extra money because the clubs, the ones that are open, you got to stay away from people. And I just don't understand yeah. how we're going to So what, is that going to be digital currency now where you have a little uh, maybe thumb pad on, you know, on your chair where you, um, <laughs> you just type in how much you're going to tip and come straight off your credit card? Is that how we're going to do it now? I like cash. I there's something about being tipped tangibly that makes it kind of worth it, you know? And I know a lot of people think, you know, that it's demeaning or whatnot. But I don't think it's demeaning. Because I look at it from an entertainment, entertainer's standpoint, you know? Being up there, being the one that's accepting these dollars and fives and tens and twenties. And when you give me a twenty versus a one that's showing that you appreciate my entertainment my more, craft, more than other right. people that are in the crowd. So, you know, that's... You know, and hey, it doesn't work out for everybody. Or, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, not everybody. everybody is meant to be a stripper. Right. Or a dancer. Or a dominatrix. We've got so many good ways in the adult nightlife to make money that are now being, like, squished or, or cut off or funneled through different paths that I don't know how this industry is going to change. I don't know if it's going to survive. It, it's got to survive. There's, it does. I'm paused, and no, you're absolutely right. You know, well, it, it, you, you say that, but it's a lot. It's a lot like a lot of things. You know, are the theaters going to come back? You know, it seems like anything right. that's live entertainment um, is probably going the way of the Delta. Which is sad. I mean, there's so many different forms in entertainment. Yep. And I know that dancing and exotic dancers they they do get a bad rap. There's, they do. There's bad people in the industry. Every industry that just make make people have a sour taste in your mouth. But at the same time, I've seen some incredible performers over the years, man. You know, I've seen people that actually polish that craft down to razor's edge, man. Right. You know, there's this one dude, and I cat I worked with. Um, he was from Texas, and he was with us for a while. And I don't want to. I suppose, I wonder if I could say his stage name. Um, I may go ahead and do it because well, it's his stage name. Yeah. Um, one 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 word. You shouldn't be able to track him down with that. Denver. Oh, Denver, yeah. Denver. Oh, man. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> his name was Garrett. Um, and this this white boy could dance his ass off, dude. And he had this one routine um, where he used to do um, the video of Men in Black. I don't know if you remember Men in Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, I do know copyright. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but he would do the song. He would do it just like Will, Dis Will Smith did it. Um, he also did a, um, I don't know if you've ever seen The Mask. He actually, yep. um, came out with the, with the, the maracas. And, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and most of us hated of being on stage opposite of this dude, you know? Um, it's, it's like putting yourself up against stage one. Right. You've got stage two and stage three. Nobody wants to be on stage two. Everybody wants to be on stage one. That's where the best lighting is. That's where most of the customers are. And when you get a guy like that... Yeah. That can dominate on any stage that he's on. 
you know? Because he's got it down. You, know, you just don't want to be up against a, you know, a guy like that or a girl like that unless you step up your game. And sometimes it's not about down, you know, your physical appearance or whatnot. And see, that's what it's always been, you know, the laziness that's always been in this uh, industry is there get so many people in here that think just physically attraction or being a physically attractive face, yeah. is all you need. You know, you run down to Target, get a couple of negligees or whatnot and call it a day, you know? Oh, um, it's it's everything from music to stage name to presence. I mean, if you're just not feeling it, you're not going to make any money. Nope. Nope. You've got you to be in the moment, you know? And it, the way the industry is changing, changing from, you know, a simple tip as a dollar to right. $20. Back then, man, a $20 bill... You'd see more of a twenty dollar bill than you would see a one dollar bill. Money was so good back then, though. Yeah, it was really nice. You know, but once again, I think I, I don't. I think the climate has changed. You're talking I think about the clientele new, has changed. Oh yeah, totally. You're talking about a new batch of kids. You know, replacing the old. And there was a time there, like I said, being a social club or being a social club that it was back in Denver a while ago. We're talking about decades. The old dudes were there, and the young dudes were there. And, you know, they had, that was the one place that these guys would kind of mesh and talk a little bit. You learned a lot of stuff from the old bikers right. and the old truckers, dude. Some of, the, some of those guys that you thought were, were racist rednecks were some of the, the <laughs> coolest old dudes that you, you'd run into. And they, they teach you tricks of the trade and, you know, just growing up man shit. You oh, know? man. I remember when, like, a classic customer, like a good guy, would come in and he'd bring his freshly 21 year old son in or his nephew in and it was a party right my my dj jeff he would bring them up on stage and we would get a whole bunch of girls i mean ridiculous it would just be so much fun that people didn't want to stop but you, do you get that anymore? New, no. Nope. And, that, and see, there you go. You know, you got a new batch of kids, you know, with the political. And see, I don't want to get political. Yeah. <laughs> things have changed. And the way women feel as though they should be portrayed. Um, and, you know, it, it's weird because I don't feel as though that industry has been touched too bad. Um, I would never manage it now. Oh, Fuck no. It's like herding um, cats. Yeah, and, and don't and if you are a manager in one of those joints, don't touch them. Touch don't don't touch them, girls. Leave <laughs> 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 them alone, okay? Um, yeah, things things have changed now. Yeah, man. You they know, have. They have. Um, it, it, it used to be a good time. It used to be a little bit fun. I still believe that it can. If we come back. And we still have the girls that have the passion and we sort of mentally shift over to sex work is okay work without this, it's dirty, it's nasty. I'm telling you, these girls do not want to go home with you. These girls don't, they just don't. They, they're not, they're not there to be your girlfriend, your wife. Yes, no, yes, no. they're there to talk to you, but they they don't. <sighs> you know what the, the nightclub is, it, you know, but or the bar or the restaurant is, especially if you. Um, and I'm not sure if the climate has shifted this far yet, but there was a time there where 
your bartender, your favorite, um, your favorite waiter, your favorite dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of just that ear that you've been after a long day Absolutely. of work. I just want a beer, you yeah. know, and this girl's kind of cool because she fine as hell, but you know, she's in the comic books too. Oh shit, real? She okay, I'll talk out. to her about the new, yeah. um, bullshit movie that, you know what I mean? So, um, I think we made, we, we make a mistake by, and especially with some of the dudes that date the girls. I'll be a dancer. Just, no, man. Yeah. Well, leave that cat alone. If she's still in the club, yeah. you should just, just don't date her. Yeah. You shouldn't be dating her. Okay. Um, and, and, and on top of that, it's probably, you know, the burlesque or exotic type of dancing is definitely cleaner than some of the other nastiness people are doing yes. these days. Uh, on average. What you find in the club is completely tamer than anything you're going to find on what used to be Backpage. Yeah. And it's know. not online. You know it's what not I mean? online. Online you can bring, is forever. Once you can you're, bring your once you're online, life it's, it's, to the club. Yeah, so, and, yeah. And, I, and people have done that. I love that. I love seeing other ladies supporting ladies in the club. Yeah, I think it's still a little bullshit that dancers, at least female dancers, let the ladies get away with a whole, a whole lot, lot more, more than they should be. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, I know. Um, be sad about that. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I'm too old now. I'm not going to any more clubs. I'm I'm past my prime for that. That's okay. Yeah. I. Oh. But but I did have good times in them. Oh, know? I had so you know, many good times. That's what I mean. I don't mind coming on or, you know, doing this where we talk about um, some of the major differences or changes or even some of the stories. You oh, know, such good stories. You know, and dude, the heydays that we've been through. I mean, sure, there's a lot of so fucked up stuff, but we had good times. We've both me and Mr. J, we've met some fantastic people. And the stripper community is actually a pretty... Once you get into it with, you know the right people, and you know where to be, the community itself, or at it's least awesome. it was, you know, we had some pretty good times, you know, and that was, I think that was back then, the Rock Mountain Oyster days, because you had more of a... Uh, I think the Oyster was more of the anchor mm-hmm. for all the clubs in town, all the agencies in town, so when an event an event was being held, it was ran through the Rocky Mountain Oyster. At least it was right. advertised through it. Um, right, so, like with, when we did the Sex and So Much More show. Right, right, right. And then everybody, everybody just kind of it yeah. was centralized in one area, and you know that's where a lot of us met each other, yeah. and you know, and especially seeing especially back then, everybody worked for everybody, and yeah. everybody had so much fun, and we made so much money, and we're talking. Money, like real money, like your best night at the club. We made that on a daily basis, and and when we tipped out, so the dancers would tip out the driver. We would tip out the manager. Right. We, we made money that we were just like, ah, oh, here, here's some money for you. Here's some money for you. Here's money for you know the guy that's parking our car. You yeah, know, private party days was definitely a lot of fun. Oh, you know, so much I fun! I think private parties. That's an industry that is either too tainted or dead now. You know, yeah. uh, but there was a time there. Private parties were fun. Oh, they were. They were the best. I mean, I love dressing up in a theme, getting my music together, running through a whole show with a group of like thirty-five people. Right. Three dancers, two two doormen. You know, we had a great time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely, um, you know, the, you know, and once again, it comes down to whether or not um, you want to um, be a performer or an entertainer that actually puts time and effort into their craft. I mean, there's some private parties that were crap um, because <laughs> right. the people that were there really didn't care too much, you know. But then, you know, it's the same thing on stages. Like I said, I've seen some incredible performances by people that actually put together great skits with great costumes and just made it an entertaining time. Um, I've seen uh, female performers that not only were sexy, but um, put so much time into the song that they pick and the outfit that they're wearing that on weekends, guys would make it rain with their money. And they, they loved doing that, being the, being part of the show. And they loved coming back over and over again. I have a Yelp review that I've been at my bar for so long. People remember me. People remember me for months, weeks, years. I can go through stories of they go, well, I remember you. I'm like, yeah, welcome back, you know? And that's where we want to go with this show. We want to bring people, you know, into the light that the, the industry was a fun time. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know? Just, you know, show the good and the bad, you know. Yeah. Um, um, I kind of look at it as kind of like um, a slash. Um, if they, you know, if you remember the movie Players Club, you know, yeah. Players Club with uh, said Ice Cube. Um, I always kind of used to tell people that were interested in getting the industry, uh, watch that's kind of a loosely bit. This is what could happen if right. things were to go wrong, you know. Um, it's not for everybody, maybe, you know. And, and just you know, if you're going to go to work, go to work, you know. Right. Um, Right. But you got to treat it as a job. But it's a fun job. It's like working a at a job. theme park. But um, don't well, climb up stage. on a roller coaster. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, it's it's not for the faint of heart. And a lot of these girls are seeing how much money you could make. And they're like, oh, that's so easy. Like, no, sweetheart. you got to understand that people are going to talk to you in a degrading manner. They're going to oh, try yeah. and touch you in a degrading manner. Some, not every They're night is going to be fucking cupcakes, okay? Right, right. Sometimes it's just terrible. Right. But the highs are high <clears throat> and the lows are low. And see, I think that's the, that's what's going to be fun, you know, because the thing is that both of us know uh, people, old school dancers, that have seen it even longer. And you know, we even looked at probably the regulars that if they're still alive and still hanging out in the same joints that they used to. Um, would be more than happy to tell some of the stories that no. we don't know. Um, We've got some friends. Yeah, because the, the <laughs> dynamic of the Denver landscape has changed over the years, you know, and there's still some staples that are here from back in the day, but a number of these clubs have changed dramatically. Um, and like I said, I haven't been in, they've been in one in a long time, but I can tell you what they were to a certain point. Right, and know? I can tell you when it was this year, right before all of this pandemic right. hit you know i worked the last day my club was open and right now we're unsure and seeing this is kind of a more of a denver podcast yeah we'll, we'll be reaching out to a number of um ex-entertainers or entertainers that are still in the industry um that maybe will want to call in and tell maybe a good or a cautionary tale or um a tale where you just had a really really good time working at a club there are tons of stories um, especially at Denver nightlife, um, oh, man. You, know, you know, that, that are going to bring a lot of, you know, smiles, 
um, to people's faces, you know, um, when you think of a certain song that plays, uh, she's, she's my ch- uh, check line, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, as soon as yeah, that, no, as soon uh, as it comes <laughs> on, though, you think of your favorite experience within that, you know, that club. Or um, maybe, uh, a dancer that you didn't like who always played the same <laughs> song. Right? <laughs> like, oh, I know who's on stage one. Oh, I hate that goddamn song. <laughs> <laughs> that blowing. Yeah, there's, there's one about a. A brick house, um, right? Oh yeah. God. And uh, or or you know or the really long <laughs> sets. What's that fucking crazy? I can't remember it. Um, was it Black Sabbath? I don't know. It was like a fucking free bird. <laughs> it, it's a it's like a four or five minute set, dude. Yeah. It really is, and which is okay if you're if you're doing a three song set. Um, and you make that your three song set. This. Yes. Okay. Sure. Which sucks in the other entertainers because now it's like fucking. I'll get a break between songs. You know. Um, but to do that and then another song after it, and I can't remember the name of the song. I want to say it's Iron Maiden. It's Iron Maiden as well. But I'm sure we it. can get Jeff on here and he can tell us all oh, about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he'll tell you about the songs that he hates too and probably the waves of music and how they've changed over the years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, you get, you get better music if you tip your DJ better. Yeah, but the you know the the the, <laughs> the DJ creates an atmosphere at club, oh, yeah. and you know whatever music is on hand. Now I know from experience that um, when you go a certain place and you might play a certain music that you used to think was cool or was a staple <laughs> for a certain cool place, <laughs> and then you got a different younger demographic in there now, and they're looking at you like, "What is this old timer yeah. for real?" Yeah. Yeah, well, especially on a, on a yeah. Friday night, you're going to hear nothing but new, right. new, exciting stuff, right. which is great for the 20-something-year-olds, the young ones, but, but when you're 40 uh, and you want to play, you know, some older 80s rock, you know, it might not be good for a Friday night. I mean, how does that movie, I'm sorry, how does that music uh, shape the um, the way that dancers entertain, you know? Well, um, if they're younger, they're not going to like the classic music. Right, right. You know, it's all depending on who's on stage one. Mm. She sets... Are they still he, doing this shit? Yeah. All right. Stage one always sets the mood for everything else. Yeah. You know? And if a DJ likes you, yeah. that music's going to be popping. Goddamn DJs. And if it's uh, That's not... That's why I tip mine. <laughs> I tip mine, I was too. always tip Always mine, tip. Dude. Always tip. Give them like, a, a little bit of love. Uh, yeah, dude. Um, I'm not trying to piss you off tonight because you'll pay, play me some fucked up music. So. Like the Mighty Mouse theme song? Uh, no, I've never gotten that. Thank oh, God. Oh, I have. <laughs> Mighty Mouse? That's yeah, just me. Here I come. That's just me. <laughs> You know. No, dude. Um, no, I've never had a bad DJ. I've had some pretty good DJs, and I couldn't even tell you any offhand. I can remember the one. There was one downtown, um, and I don't even. I don't even think the club is there anymore. Um, but it was an alternative. To, it was an alternative night lifestyle dance club. So um, they had a strip stage there. Um, Man, really good DJ there. I mean, I was I was a hot item item because there are only so many black. Entertainers in the industry back then, right? Um, so yeah, I had a lot of fun there. But um, yeah, the change in music and the different demographic that's gone in there creates a different type of girl, different type of atmosphere, and different ways they entertain. And now, coupled with being six, six feet away, I don't if know. that happens, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, you've got bigger clubs where there's not 
they're more than more than twenty girls. Uh, with a small club, it's a lot of fun because it's you know like a home kind of bar, you know, like a Cheers kind of thing. And then you've got the bigger clubs where you know a pretty face is a dime a dozen, and it makes you know the club completely different. Right. It's a completely different animal, right. you know. And then with thinking about having that six feet apart, I don't even know. I, I mean, the thing is, I, I believe it was several decades ago, they were trying to push this through one of the cities anyway. Um, they were trying to establish some six-foot rule. Um, and the owners of several agencies and clubs, from what I understand, got together and said, yeah, forget that nonsense. We got to stop this now. Right. Um, because once it starts in one club, it'll spread to all of them. And they knew how much that was going to damage them. Um, it, once again, this has happened before and they stopped it. Um, if this happens again, I don't know. I don't well, know. Um, the bars, they sort of, well, bars, strip clubs. In Colorado, kind of had a shift when we went from non-smoking in the bar. Yeah. That was huge. That changed everything, too. That did. I mean, we did lose out on a lot of customers, but the staff really appreciated not being bombarded with cigarette smoke. Right. No, and I appreciate that, too, because, you know, that was maybe something that needed to happen. Right. You know, um, I mean, hell, right. You're working in there. You're dancing. That's cardiovascular, dude. Dude, you know? and all of your clothes smelling like cigarettes. I need to breathe. So, yeah, yeah I kind of yeah. get that, you know. Um, but Especially if you time, didn't smoke. Yeah, I think they should allow um, a smoking area for people to go outside. In the well, they, at, at my club, there's a small smoking yeah. patio, yeah, you know. That, that makes sense. Um, so, um, definitely. Well, with everything in the current situation, I don't know what things are going to happen. Well, you know, like I said, I'm hoping the direction of this podcast is going to be, um, you know, that will um, maybe open some eyes to someone that looks at us in a unpopular way. Like, yeah. like, you know, maybe give more of a behind the scenes on just real people dancers. Oh, you know? yes. I'm talking about Vegas dancers. I'm talking about Regular local entertainers. Entertainers. Yeah. You know, that work in little winky dinks to bigger clubs. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Um, you know, invite a number of other dancers that have been in the game and invite them to tell their swaggy stories. Um, and if you guys want to be on the podcast, send me a message, send Mr. J a message. Um, maybe you've got a good story. Maybe you've got some sort of insight that you want to share with the rest of us. You know, maybe it's a tragedy. Totally anonymously too, because you know, we got a lot of friends that have, um, you know, children and they're soccer moms. Now, soccer moms, yeah. You know, but they don't let them run in their mouths as long as we yeah. keep yeah, their identity. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe they well. just want to have some fun. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. You know. Well, thank you guys for sitting we're, with we're us. And on... hanging out in our first yeah. podcast. We hope uh, the first of many. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, like, share, subscribe, of course. Um, this is more for adults. This is um, Adults Plus. Yeah. You know, um, responsible 18 and older, you know. What would you like to talk about or hear us talk about next? Would you like to, uh, you know, and we try not to be too descriptive with the, the places that we've worked, but a lot of us, uh, a lot of you that are in the game or may may have been in the game, they're going to recognize these. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll know us by our voices, you know. Um, so thank you, guys. Thank you for spending your time with us on Next on Stage 1. I am Pixie. I'm Mr. J. And you guys have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye.